Peace and blessings to everybody. It's your girl Zane Spirit here on the Living in Spirit podcast. I am so, so grateful to have you here today listening. Um, Lots of events, lots of things have uncovered in the past month or so, like (laughs) just lots of updating, lots of things coming to the surface. Um, And I just want to chit chat with you guys and let you guys know what's been going on, have some dope conversation, express my gratitude and, you know, just relish in this new Aries energy that we're approaching and walking into. Um, I definitely have some good gems for you guys today. So Thank you once again for listening and always being a supporter. Um, If this is your first time listening, I hope you take the time to go out and listen to the other podcasts, the other amazing guests that we've had on the show, and um, yeah, give some feedback. I appreciate all of the topics, the feedback that you guys um, provide to me throughout this whole year and a half that I've been having the Living in Spirit podcast. It's just really been surreal. Um, And I want to keep providing in any way that I can, whether that be insight, spirit wisdom, wonderful interviews, putting you guys onto new promo codes and things that you guys can enjoy on your journey to health and wellness and living your best life. So what I really want to touch on is, um, first of all, I'm going to let you guys get into a little bit of story time (laughs) with me. Um, First things first, I organized my space today. I want to touch on how important it is to really shift the energy in our homes and in our workspaces, whether that be um, you're setting up a new workspace for you to follow in your purpose or you're just working from home. A lot of people are working from home right now. It's very, very important to shift the energy in our homes. Um, And I noticed that because I didn't have like a formal desk, and I, you know, needed some more space <laughs> for all of my products. Many of you might know I'm getting ready for April's restock at the end of April. My store is restocking uh, while I'm restocking the store. <laughs> and in the process of that, there is supplies everywhere, right? And I didn't have like a formal desk, so I was kind of working from the bed. And of course, I wouldn't be laying down, but I would still... I was realizing that in doing so, I was programming my mind to work when I was laying down. And that is, you know, scientifically, I feel like they've done studies on that. I've seen some things about it, but um, I was also experiencing that. And, you know, I got a new desk and I got a shelf and I started organizing the space. And wow, like... (laughs) It just feels so clean, so free, so amazing. I'm so happy I'm in such a great space. And it's not that the energy was not good in this space to begin with, but we needed to shift some things around. We need to get that that stagnant energy. I wanted to call it stanking, but it wasn't stanking. It's just stagnant, you know? And so sometimes, sometimes we're in stagnant energy in order to sit and relish in the moment um, and to sit and really just be. Uh, And I've noticed that because during the years as I've, you know, launched myself into this soulpreneurship, as most would call it, um, just following my spirit, living in spirit, 
I've realized that I go through seasons throughout the year uh, where I don't necessarily have, uh, like, I know I have all these things that I want to do, but that's not spirit's plan. <laughs> that's not my higher self's plan. That's not what's in the cards for me. And so I will just literally sit sometimes and I will sit and sit and I'll have to wait. And this has been, it, it always tests my patience. I've become quite a patient person over the years, <laughs> especially dealing with, um, the seasons that I go through in creation. And I realized that there's a couple months out the year where I just can't get motivated to do anything. <laughs> I'm like, I know that I have all these things that I want to do, or I will have like an end goal, but I'll be brainstorming on what is next. And I'll be waiting for the message. I'll be waiting for spirit to tell me like, hey, it's it's time to do this. Or I'll be waiting for the download. You know, I'll be like, spirit, give me the download of what's next. And it's usually after I finish a project <laughs> where I'm like, okay, what's next? And so spirit has really put me over the years into these month-long <laughs> uh, waiting periods where I've just been waiting and the big message that I have received from those waiting periods is that, hey, Zane, you really need to like, number one, celebrate your success because you've been working hard, right? <laughs> you've been working hard. You've been doing all these things. You've been listening. You've been in your flow. You've been creating, creating, creating. Where's your enjoyment? You know, so this season of rest has really been about rest <laughs> and there were times, especially in the past two years, where I did another project, I did a photo shoot, I did an interview, I did something, you know, I showed up on other people's podcasts. It was like a, so many accomplishments, but I didn't celebrate them all. And spirit really brought me back to a place of the now and also a place of reflection in knowing that it's perfectly fine to be in luxury. And something uh, that I posted recently in my social media is these affirmations, these mantras of um, how, you know, my worth is not defined by my work and I do not need to be working in order to be worthy um, and that I deserve a life of ease. And I've said that last one quite a few times over the past two years and slowly and surely <laughs> I have been reprogramming myself to be in you know, the most freest, freest version of myself along the way. And I've been breaking past these barriers of I have to do this and I have to do that in order to be successful, especially coming from like, you know, a, a poorer background or a less wealthy background. Um, I realized that when you're in survival mode, it's all about what is going to help you to survive. And I haven't lived in that survival mode um, for quite some time, other than the fact that I do still sometimes deal with not celebrating my success. <laughs> I do sometimes still am having to remind myself that it's okay to live in the now and I deserve a life of ease. And I, if, if I don't do anything today, that is still enough. That's still doing something. Just being present is doing something. And... 
I do not have to run myself ragged. I do not have to work myself to the bone in order to be worthy of success. Now, success does come with hard work, but it, it does not like living in your abundance. It comes naturally, right? So yes, you have to execute the downloads and the ideas that you receive from spirit, but it doesn't mean that you have to rush it because anything that is meant for you is going to come. And and I've come into this realization that when I have these periods of downtime, quote unquote, where um, many people don't know this, but I actually got into a, a car accident at the end of January and I've been in like physical therapy. I'm fine, guys. <laughs> I didn't want to worry anybody. Uh, I've been fine. Um, I have, you know, been in some levels of pain and I've had to do chiropractic treatment and physical therapy and Reiki on myself consistently every single day. Um, and in the midst of healing, I realized like spirit was like, number one, this is your time to rest because <laughs> you don't do it enough and we need you to rest in order to receive everything for what it is right here in this moment as you're progressing. And we need you to understand that if you don't take it slow or ne not necessarily slow, but if you don't take your, take it easy, if you don't rush the process, you'll be able to enjoy it so much more. And in that process of enjoyment, you will be prepared for everything that is coming next. Because a lot of the times we want success, we want success, we want success. We keep saying it, we keep manifesting it, we keep envisioning it, right? And what I notice is that when we get to a certain level of success, it is overwhelming because we have not been living in all of the moments prior to that success, right? So it's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, what am I doing with this? So my success has been like real slow and steady, quote unquote, um, from maybe someone else's perspective. But for me, even sometimes I realize like spirit has me going on this gradual, you know, elevation for a reason. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just like, uh, a million dollar earner overnight. And although I could be, I know, you know, I know my power. I know I absolutely could be. And I know that it's coming. I know that my higher self and my spirit team is looking out for my highest good by not forcing, like, <laughs> by not allowing me to force myself or catapult myself into places where I have not even appreciated uh, and fully relished in this beautiful place that I'm at now. You know, like, there is no greater time than the present. And I really feel that like I'm just in so much gratitude to be right here where I'm at. So much gratitude to wake up and be alive. So much gratitude to just be, to have an opportunity. And um, I love, I saw this, uh, this question. I forgot who it was by. I think it was by like Queer Cosmos. I was watching a video by him, I think. And he was talking about um, asking the universe questions or asking your spirits questions at the beginning of your day, which has been life-changing for me. So I'm definitely going to get <laughs> the details on that and share it with you guys at a later date. Um, but those questions were, you know, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to talk to and what do you want me to say? 
And starting, I think there was another one to that, um, but starting with those questions in my mornings recently, in my, in my risings, I have seen such a huge difference <laughs> in just being present and talking to, I, you know, I talk to everybody who I need to speak to on an everyday basis. I know that spirit sends me the people that I need to reach. And that has been like such a beautiful realization on this journey is that spirit is always, I'm always where I need to be. I'm always in alignment. I'm always in, in direct step with spirit all the time. And, you know, even the moments where I feel lost sometimes or stagnant in that stagnant energy, sometimes it's like, you know, ancestors, when are you going to give me the next go-to? And every time I ask when and why, I'm immediately forced to look within myself and to say, okay, I need to take a deep breath. Like, <sighs> just, just breathe, just be right here. Just be present. Cause you know, you could be rushing to get to the next place. And then the next moment you may be overwhelmed with a responsibility that you should have been relishing in this moment for. And it's not that you're not prepared for that next moment. It's just that you can ease yourself into any transition. And that has been such a beautiful message is that we can ease ourselves into our transitions. But oftentimes we choose not to, we choose to not ease ourselves into them. And, you know, that that's just been really enlightening for me. So I wanted to share that with you guys is as I ha I'm changing around the space and getting ready for a uh, restock. And I've been you know, really in that place of healing consistently. I even like took off my, some of my booking time and uh, I've just really been focused. I even started a celibacy challenge. Well, me and another wonderful woman started a celibacy challenge for 66 days. And um, that has been very enlightening for channeling all of this creative energy, all of this womb energy, all of this healing energy for my womb. Um, and just wow, like <laughs> if y'all have been keeping up, I also did a 15 day fast um, from the 1st to the 15th of March. And then on, on the 12th, we started the celibacy fast for 66 days until May. And just wow, like spirit has really been leading my, my progression into this place of discipline that I haven't been in before. And I'm grateful. Like, I, of course, I did another fast that was 21 days back in November. But um, this 15-day fast was really geared towards healing from not only the accident at the end of January, but healing just a lot of things coming to the forefront. A lot of things. I feel like when I got into the accident and it it took me out of quote-unquote alignment, uh, with my spine and stuff, it really brought forth a lot of things that, you know, I'm just working through. Like we never stop healing. Anybody <laughs> who says that they've got it all figured out, they're clearly missing themselves. You know, <laughs> I wish, I wish them, uh, prosperity and finding themselves because every single day I'm healing something new. 
every single day I'm gearing my energy healing, my ancestral healing, my uh, sound healing. I'm all gearing it towards a new aspect of myself, uncovering things that, you know, like I, they were just sitting there for some time. And, <laughs> you know, I've been really gentle with myself in this process. And I'm grateful um, because there was a time where I was not gentle with me. I was very hard on myself. And I don't know if some of you guys can tell that, or maybe you knew me from the past, like when I did um, Imprinted Souls Radio, and I was just in that survival mode. I was in that survival mode, and I was so hard on myself. Like, I I got to finish school and do this. I got to work these jobs and do that. I got to do this, this, this. And it was, I got to, I got to, and not, I'm grateful for waking up and doing this. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be this. I'm grateful to rest. You know, it, it's really such a huge mindset change between me now and the last few years. Um, you know, and I've recently been healing an incident from 2017 that is associated with my locks, the lock, locking of my hair. It's associated with my root chakra. <laughs> it's associated with so like my stability, like my protection. And I've just been working through a lot of that and the time off from uh, not doing as many sessions and just, you know, being to myself, working through it. There's been moments where I ran from myself and I was like, girl, if you don't get your ass in there, <laughs> if you don't get your ass in there and start healing and stuff, you know, and it's okay to rest. Like we're not supposed to continuously be healing and healing and healing to where we're just wearing ourselves out. It's about balance, guys. Like <laughs> the more I was just having this conversation with my friend Kat about how the more I go on this journey, the more I realize that everything is a spiritual experience. There is no, like the, the lines are so blurred between the spiritual realm and this realm that I'm in right now. And it's just, it's because you're just, whenever you're in this place, you realize that every single thing is spiritual. Every single thing that you encounter is a part of your spirit. Every single thing is a reflection, you know, and we can all find ourselves and understand a new, a new level of this human experience every single day. And we can take it easy and we can create this reality however we want, right? So it's like, that's why I've been saying these affirmations of my work does not define me. I'm worthy regardless of whether I'm working or not. And those are affirmations that I've been saying to myself during every single period of waiting, every single period of quote unquote stagnation. Um, and every single time I, I hit that stagnant place, I end up having this epiphany. <laughs> I have this epiphany where I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> that's what, I, that's what we've been waiting on. <laughs> and it just makes so much sense. And it's so beautiful every single time. Like, I, <laughs> I get so excited uh, when I hit those breakthroughs because just, wow, wow, like, ooh, that's juicy. <laughs> ooh, that's juicy. You know, I just, I get so tickled because spirit really, spirit is so down with the surprises and it's really not a surprise. 
<laughs> but that's what makes it so fun. That's what makes life so fun for me. Um, and, you know, just remembering that we're always in a constant flow and we can be flowing with our natural state or we can be swimming against the current, you know, against ourselves and not the societal current because the societal current is definitely not in alignment with ourselves. But, um, you know, when we are in this place of just awareness of self, it can be really uncomfortable sometimes realizing like, oh, snap, I do have these things to work on. And sometimes we do, we don't feel motivated to heal. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable in that healing place because being uncomfortable is what creates growth. And I had to start really being careful about the way I communicated with my spirit team, because if some some people may resonate with this. I don't know. But when I first started my spiritual journey, I was like, spirit, I just want the wisdom. I don't care if it comes through experience. I don't care if it comes through downloads. Like I was not, <laughs> I would look at y'all. I was, <laughs> I was throwing spells all over my life <laughs> back then. So I want y'all to know that, um, please be careful what you ask for. Please be careful of how you say it, what you ask for. Um, and we can't be upset when we get what we ask for and we start to realize like, oh, we need to be more careful. Um, and that was like a really, I mean, I had that realization not recently, but just in the reflection of how we move through this journey, um, it becomes more integrated our healing becomes integrated in an everyday experience. It's not, you know, like it's it's not as horrifying when we're healing once we start integrating mindfulness in our everyday life, once we start releasing the bullshit immediately when we feel it, you know, like we start as we integrate in this journey, it becomes not necessarily easier, but it becomes simpler simpler in direction, simpler in the way that we live our life. And spirit really makes it clear, makes it transparent. Like if this is not of love or in my highest good, it's clearly not for me. You know, if it's causing me so much disdain and um, is upsetting my spirit, I need to see why, you know, and in the, in the interrogation process of why we are triggered by things or why we feel the, the way we feel, whether it's in, intuition checks or if it's an ego check or doing shadow work, we're always I- inquisitive. And I feel like that inquisitiveness or that questioning keeps us on our toes. It keeps us in a place of learning more about ourselves and understanding ourselves. Um, and I really want to use this as like you know, an in interval, maybe I should say, <laughs> an interval, like bringing it into the topic that I want to discuss for um, this episode, which is possession. And <laughs> growing up in the Bible Belt, growing up just in a predominantly Christian country, um, possession is always thrown around as a really like negative word. Um, but many of us, as we come into our ancestral traditions and ancestral and tribal ways of living, we start to realize that the word possession and 
it really has a negative connotation for no reason. Um, and now there are dangers to possession, but we're going to get into it. So um, I definitely want to just bring this into a place of before we ever experience like channeling and which channeling and possession are the same things, just in different, different lights. Uh, but one is more <laughs> socially acceptable than the other. <laughs> one is more socially acceptable than the other. Um, and I realized that recently, um, especially on my mediumship journey is that, you know, a part of mediumship, the difference in mediumship and necromancy, and I learned this from my teacher Satin uh, when when I was participating in her mediumship classes and stuff. I learned so much from her um, on this journey. But a part of mediumship and necromancy, necromancy is when you can talk with the spirits uh, that have passed. Um, and the mediumship includes a form of channeling and possession where you can experience and talk to and understand the emotions and the feelings and the events of what happened from that spirit. And normally necromancy is what people experience before they go into mediumship um, and before they might have confidence in mediumship. But there is so much that comes into that practice you know, channeling and, you know, working with possession in general, we're so skewed as a society from like scary movies and especially like poltergeists and anything with the dead, we really demonize so much. And it's not that there aren't spirits out here who are hurt and who are malicious, you know, like we're not saying that, but we are saying that whenever you are going into a place of just like I was saying, the spirit realm and the realm that I exist in on the physical are not much different. And when we stop seeing <laughs> spirits as so different from ourselves, we're able to relate and understand them better. And that integration is really key. That integration is key. And so the more we start integrating our lives on a regular basis with our spiritual principles, our spiritual discipline, our understanding of healing and the understanding of ourselves, we really give it a foundation to be able to connect more with our spirits and connect more to the ancient healing that happens when a channeling or a possession takes place. And we see this so much in shamanic traditions all over the world. Um, and so that's why I wanted to bring that preface to the, to the surface before we went into this conversation, is that integrating our life really gives us the basis of handling things that we have been conditioned to be afraid of. And we start to, the lines become so much more blurry because there really are no lines. <laughs> there are no lines. <laughs> there, there are no lines. And, and the more that we see that, the more that I see that in, in experience and in downloads and wisdom, I realized that, you know, actually, let me take this to 
a experience that I had in meditation. And this was towards the beginning of my mediumship journey at the end of 2019, um, where I was just coming, well, probably mid-2019, where I was coming into a place of like, <sighs> okay, I'm an energy transmuter. I can transmute spirits, but what does that mean, right? And when I came into this mediumship place, I realized like, oh, I can speak with the quote unquote dead. I can speak with those who have transitioned. And coming into that place of understanding is what provoked me to, you know, sign up for the mediumship class and stuff. And coming into that practice, that understanding uh, developed my confidence. But a part of me was still weary because the way that I had seeing tormented spirits they look like zombies to me y'all i'm not lying like like when i first started seeing spirits whether it be in the realm or physically or just through my third eye whatever it may be the visions that i would get even as a kid i would see tormented spirits like literally their skin falling off their heart is out you know like they were really beat up and and tattered just in, in this scary view, but why did I view them that way? Because I was literally seeing their pain on a soul level based on what I saw physically. So these spirits who were, you know, driving themselves rotten with things that they were holding on to, whether that be their pride or their hate, um, jealousy, anything that they were dealing with, I could see it. And it was terrifying for me. And I sat in the dark one day and I said, ancestors, I don't want to be afraid anymore. I need to address my fear of seeing spirits, no matter how they look. <laughs> and that was a hard pill to swallow <laughs> um, because I didn't want to see them, right? A lot of us don't want to see them. We don't want to look, we don't, we don't want that. <laughs> but the truth is, is that we need that. And when we have that gift, we need to stand in, in our courage and stand in ourselves because that's when we're going to feel most at home is living in our gifts, right? And living in our abilities. And no, you know, you don't have to see spirits all the time because yes, that can drive you nuts if you need some time. But that's why integrating healthy boundaries between you and spirit, like if you can have boundaries in the physical, this is why spirit prepares us um, to, to like get rid of people and have more boundaries and self-worth and self-respect and confidence. You know, we build all of these things physically so that we can um, apply them in the spiritual as well. And I noticed that I just had an, I needed to be more confident. I needed to be more confident that I could handle whatever was in front of me, right? So I was in meditation. I said, Spirit, show me what I need to see in order to overcome my fear. Do y'all know that when I got into the astral and I was in my meditation, I was going down and maybe down is not the appropriate word, but I was in between kind of like a cliff, but it was, you know, going, I was moving down and the, the rocks on the cliff were hot, right? 
and it's the underworld guys i mean it just is what it is it was roaming spirits and i was literally seeing those scary spirits those zombie-like spirits everywhere and my ancestors said hug them touch them do y'all know i about looked crazy at them <laughs> i was but i was like okay i trust you you know they was like you need to face it head on whatever you're afraid of face it head on so i poured they were like trust that you are a transmuter so i poured my love into those spirits that i was touching and i started hugging them and then they were they were literally bursting into light they were they were releasing from their pain they were letting go anything that can descend can ascend anything that can ascend can descend okay like this is a spectrum there is no good or bad that's perspective right so when we are in a place of non-judgment that means we allow the freedom to come forth to ascend or descend however they please however it's chosen you know by that being but when spirits understand that there is something you know that they're not alone that they can transition into a greater place a lot of spirits are just afraid to go towards the light or afraid to go towards their ancestors a lot of them do not want to acknowledge that they have transitioned from a physical vessel and that is very scary that's why a lot of them get stuck here <laughs> and so oftentimes they just need someone to hold their hand much like us in the physical sometimes we just need somebody to hold our hand say it's okay you got this you are met by by loved ones as you walk through you will be greeted into a greater place you know like there's nothing to be afraid of and when you provide that reassurance that's powerful that's powerful like three snaps and a hand clap like that's that's so powerful that's so important and sometimes spirits just need that just like sometimes we just need some love we just need a helping hand and when i realized that i needed to have compassion for them the way that i have compassion for others the way that i have compassion for myself the the way that i saw them did not matter much like the way that i see somebody physically does not matter it's the spirit that matters and if they are hurting and in pain what do i do physically I help others deal with their pain and their trauma. So why would I not do that in the spirit? I was made for this. You know, like so many of us are made for this. So many of us are connected to this grander, um, this grander scale of power that we're not even tapping into. So if you see or hear spirits or smell spirits or know that spirits are around you or energies or entities or the fae like whatever you're connected to or even you know our galactic ancestors our galactic family if you are connected i'm getting like <laughs> a download on my crown right now as i'm talking about our galactic family so many of us are connected to things that we are just afraid of you know and that's why we're not tapping into it um but i wanted to talk about possession and mediumship goes hand in hand with that so 
um and even just channeling you know like i said channeling is a really socially acceptable word but it's you know not everything has to be a full possession you know it's not like uh emily rose where you just you know see her like you just start climbing on walls and you're possessed by an evil entity yes that's possible i'm not gonna sit here and lie to y'all <laughs> some spirits are not to play with some spirits are not to play with. Some spirits do, you know, take over your vessel if you don't have the, the strong will, you know, which is why our ancestors and our spirit team guides us into places of confidence and reassurance and dealing with situations before dealing with channeling or dealing with possession in any type of way. And so I just you know, I had this under, like, I, I was having this conversation. And when I was having this conversation, I had to break it down. You know, like I said, coming from the Bible belt, it's so demonized. Even, I mean, any type of colonizer <laughs> point of view is going to demonize uh, ancestral and shamanic tradition, which a part of that is possession. A part of that is being a vessel for spirit. And like I said, being a vessel can bring healing. It can bring understanding. It can bring wisdom. It can bring comfort. It can bring love and like a sense of, of unity. It, it really can bring us to our, our, our fullness, our wholeness. Um, if we are utilizing it properly and, you know, in our discipline and you may not be chosen to do that, you know, it's okay. Everybody, it ain't for everybody, but I will say that for those it is for, you will battle the biggest battles with it until you accept it. And a lot of the times that's with people who battle with like bipolar and schizophrenia and uh, anxiety and depression or, you know, going back and forth in your mind or hearing different voices, all of these things. It, it goes like your purpose is so much greater. Your purpose is so much greater. And if you limit yourself, if you limit yourself because you're afraid, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to be in that limiting place. You don't have to be afraid forever. You can choose not to be that. And so I really challenge us to, to introspect here and really sit with your spirit, sit with yourself, sit with your higher self whether that's with your spirit team or just with you sit with that and see how you feel i'm not saying go like <laughs> go you know call forth a possession or or a channeling you know if you're not ready for that so i'm just saying that it comes naturally because it, it came naturally for me and i feel like it'll come naturally for others but we cannot we can't we can't hide from ourselves and we have to really start changing the narrative that we have concerning things around our ancestral traditions and possession is one of them channeling is one of them and understanding what that means you know and i just want to let you guys know anybody who is battling in their mind or battling in in their emotions if you are easily moved by your emotions and something takes over you you, you ever notice like people black out sometimes people black out when they're angry or when they're sad and they do things they don't remember a lot of that is possession 
<laughs> like people are possessed all the time. People have, um, you know, people are struggling in the control of themselves all the time to spirits that they are holding on to, to spirits that have attached themselves, latched themselves onto you. Um, you know, like we see it every day. We just don't name it that. So, uh, you know, the conversation has to come with, you know, we deal with this a lot more often than we admit as a people, as a collective. And really that, that needs to be addressed. When we are battling so heavily, this is where we we address it with love. We address it with compassionate understanding. Um, I literally watched or listened to Shaman Durek. He was talking with this woman. We were on Clubhouse, I think. But he was talking to this woman and she, you could literally hear it in her voice where she was talking about, um, you know, how she just she wanted change but she couldn't do it it was like in the same sentence you could tell that there was dissonance there you could tell that that she was having a difficult time anybody who is going back and forth in the same sentence contradicting themselves you can guarantee that they're dealing with some type of entity um and it's because that entity resonates with something inside of that person so she was dealing with heartbreak or like not letting go of something and this spirit had latched onto her because it was a familiar energy right so it's a familiar energy it latched onto her and she unknowingly but you know subconsciously accepted this entity's emotions as a part of her own and because it resonated right and that's all of us i recently had a, a moment in meditation where you know i i was working on my clear audience like i did a a 30 day fast from like movies and music and things like i just was silent for uh i wasn't listening to much for 30 days and in that time i was in a meditation and I was transmuting energy from my body, right? And I was going through the healing process. And do you know what I saw? I saw little Zane as a little girl, lonely, right? And I used to create, like I had spirit friends and I had, you know, our quote unquote imaginary friends, but I also created different personalities for me. And in doing so, there was a spirit that attached to me with many different personalities and y'all when i tell you i gathered all of those personalities into a bubble and i opened up a portal and i removed and i sent off those personalities i sent off that spirit with love and i transmuted the battle that i was going through and what that that spirit was going through do you know how quiet it got and oftentimes we don't even realize, but when you're having like random voices or random thoughts or random things play in your head, a lot of the times we need to transmute that energy and let it go with love so that it's no longer lurking or lingering in our in our mind, in our energy field. Um, and I didn't realize that it was so loud. 
<laughs> I didn't realize that, oh shit, I couldn't, I couldn't hear my clear audience properly because I got this motherfucker in here who is <laughs> battling with themselves. So I'm over here thinking I'm battling with myself. I'm over here thinking that I got personality issues and that's not the case, you know? And it's not that that spirit would like dictate my personality because I've just been, you know, so in my discipline, but back in the day, that's like, especially high school, coming into college, I battled with possession of that spirit and personality issues. Even when I was in this relationship that was really difficult for me, I was at a breaking point and I noticed my personality switching. And that was because I had a spirit attached to me. And, you know, like they can lay dormant. They can lay dormant for some time. And so I finally transmuted that energy for me. And being able to be in my gift became so much more clear. And I've been working with Claire Audience in some degree for the past like three, four years. But wow, it was like a whole new level. And then it because it was so quiet, I could easily understand and discern when something was not me and when it was, you know, like, and even still, I'll notice when something randomly goes on in my head, I'll be like, okay, it's time for me to cleanse my energy, you know, and that's just what it is. It's not that we don't have random thoughts, you know, but if it's like a different voice, if it's a different energy and it don't feel like you, you, we all become better at discerning what is ours and what isn't through time. You know, well, maybe not time, but just experience, experience, you know, remembering who we are, remembering who we are is so key, so important. And, you know, like realizing that it has given me a new perspective. It, it has given me a new perspective on dealing with possession, on dealing with spirits. Like I said, I don't view spirits less than me or bigger than me there is nothing that i face that is greater than me and when i treat them with the same type of kindness or provide compassion in some type of way now not every spirit is worth your compassion use your use your judgment you know but don't go <laughs> dismissing a spirit because you're afraid like you just need to you know stand in your power and that takes practice. It takes practice. Just like setting boundaries takes practice. You got to set boundaries with your spirits, with your spirit team. Even the spirits that mean you good. Sometimes you got to tell them like, I need some time, you know, like, and they will listen, you know, create a relationship. When you create a relationship with yourself and your spirit team, like, don't forget your spirits are you and you are them. You know, like there's a, there's an, an infinite understanding between y'all that could be made and because y'all are one. So communicating these things is communicating with yourself. When you are honest with yourself, you can be honest with any and everything around you. And that it requires courage. It requires like no longer choosing to be afraid. And you can, it's not that we don't get afraid. It's that we choose not to act on that fear and we don't allow that fear to control us. And when the sooner we accept that walking in our purpose and stepping in our truth and living in that 
and integrating is just a part of what it is, that acceptance brings a, it, it's a gateway. Acceptance is a gateway. Like, <laughs> acceptance has truly been a gateway for me in coming into a place of understanding. Just knowing that, hey, right now, it is what it is. This is what I have the power to change. This is what I have, you know, the power of, which is myself. And anything outside of that, I can either be a help or I can let it be, you know. And if there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can do. And if there is something I can do, then it's something I can do. <laughs> you know, like I know that sounds real simple and it is. But, you know, execution can be difficult sometimes when you're going back and forth with it. So I trust that all of you listening are, you know, gathering up these gems and you're applying them however is necessary. And it really requires us looking at ourselves and trusting that, like, just being proud of how far you've come. Celebrate your success. This goes back to the beginning of the podcast where I was like, just celebrate. Celebrate how far you've come. Celebrate what you have done. And in moments where you realize you could have did something and you didn't, that's okay too. You know, like your worth is not determined by what you did or did not do. You are worthy regardless. And you are worthy of happiness and success. And you are worthy of, you know, choosing the life that you want to live from now moving forward. And taking control of that like trusting surrendering to your higher self is being in control and uh there are some like we just can't control other people we can't control other events um what what we can do is accept there's some things we just accept and a lot of that is just living in our power living in our gifts living in our truth um accepting us for who we are and whether that be you being a coward or not, <laughs> like there were moments where I was like, I accept that I'm a coward right now, um, but y'all not finna catch me slipping like this again. <laughs> and that's just what it was. I had to give myself some pep talks along the way. And, um, you know, I'm constantly doing the mirror exercises, uh, you know, looking at myself looking into the window of my soul, my eyes, you know, just talking, saying and speaking life over me um, and just speaking that prosperity, speaking that joy, speaking that healing, speaking that transitioning of ease, easy transitions, um, allowing us into a, a better place uh, within ourselves, allowing me in a, into a better, safe, sacred space as we move forward and just living intentional. I feel like living intentional really aids us to understand, you know, how all of these different things all come together as one. There really is no difference. As I move forward, like I said, it's it's blurry. It, it, it's just all in one now. It's just integrated. And this is just to remind you that integration does not mean that you don't have highs and lows, but the intensity of your highs and lows are not as dramatic they're not as drastic it doesn't feel like your world is falling apart every single time something happens uh because you've you've been in preparation you've been you know in your 
in your discipline. You've been doing whatever you need to do that's on your spirit and just flowing in your natural flow and in your ease. It really helps. So I send peace and love to all of you uh, speaking love and you to see your own guiding light in your darkness, to find comfort in the darkness, nourishment in the mother of womb, the mother womb, allowing yourself to flow freely in who you are and to listen carefully to everything that is going on around you. Spirit is talking right now about we just need to listen. Sometimes it's not about the prayer or it's not about, you know, just constantly asking. Sometimes we just need to listen. But I love you guys. The divine loves you. Please sign up for the bi-weekly newsletter, uh, which will be dropping this next Monday. And you can do that by going to souldriveglobal.com. And then you can also get in on my text subscription service, uh, which I'm going to post that in the description so that you guys can uh, go ahead and get that goodness in your life. I do send out um, collective readings on Sundays. I do support check-ins on Thursday, affirmations on Tuesday. Um, I I do a donation day on Saturday, but it's absolutely uh, up to you. And feel free to share the number with your loved ones or anyone that you know who would value the text service. Um, And don't forget that whenever you subscribe to either my email or my text service, you get access to the sacred space, which is on my site on souldriveglobal.com. And that is a password protected tab that has alkaline recipes. It has spirit wisdom. It has... um, you know, updates about what happened on my 15 day fast, uh, my energetic BBL, (laughs) which that's, that's the hottest hit. So, um, transmuting energy and so many other different topics on there. Um, so that's the exclusive place. That's the hub. So I hope you guys enjoy. And I just am so grateful for you guys listening to this podcast once again, and just supporting living in spirit as always. Um, I love you. The divine loves you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your March.